We did it, guys. We made it. 20 episodes. That's right. This is episode 20, also known as season two, episode three. I'm not sure really why we started it, calling it season two. We probably should have just kept it episode 20. But either way, it's because we took a break, and we're back, and now we're three episodes into the second time we're doing this, and that's episode 20. Enough of rambling. We are excited to bring you yet another fantastic episode. Um, this episode is going to kind of have two parts to it. The second part of the episode is going to be about True Rest Float Spa in Provo. True Rest Float Spa is actually a franchised program, and they are the sponsor of this episode. One of the sponsors of this episode, I should say. We went down to True Rest, and you'll get to hear all about it. It's basically a float spa where you lay in this big old pod, and it's full of water, and it's got a bunch of salt, and you float, and it's dark, and you get to be with yourself for like an hour. It's incredible. You'll hear all about it. The other fantastic sponsor we have on this episode is the ever-wonderful Tenny's Pizza. This week, Tenny's Pizza is happy to bring you more special stuff, more deliciousness if you go on the app and you download the app from the app store and use the code podcast, you get the pri- uh, a specialty pizza for the price of a regular. I, this week, am recommending my favorite, the Kickin' Chicken. If you get that, you can actually... So this is not necessarily on the menu. I'm going to let you in on a secret. Um, they have these things called pizzomlets, Okay, It's called a pizzomlet, like a pizza omelet. Instead of using uh, crust, they use eggs. Now... I get one of these things on the regular. Uh, they're not really the most popular item. I think they're delicious. But if you get the kick and chicken one, add jalapenos. It's got like this creamy buffalo sauce with chicken and jalapenos and bacon and a little bit of cheese on there. Oh, it's amazing. You can also get that with the skinny crust. Nonstop fun. So check out Tenny's Pizza. Again, download the app, code podcast. Get a specialty pizza for the price of a regular. So today um, is January 24th. I'm recording on January 23rd, but this episode is being released on January 24th. January 24th is a dark day in uh, this world's history. Um, today is the anniversary of the angelversary of uh, Brighton Tenney's passing. It was a hard day for the Tennis, especially for Bethany. And um, we grieve with their family. And I hope that uh, if you guys are listening to this episode and you feel compelled, just reach out to Bethany, let her know, and to Kevin, let them know that uh, you love them, you're thinking about them. And so I kind of want to do the first part of this episode, unbeknownst to her. So she's going to hear this, or maybe not. I don't know. She might hear it later. Um, and she's going to hear it and not know that I did this. But I, want, I wanted to take some time because, you know, the Tennies have uh, become an important part of, of my life, and Bethany is my co-host in this thing, and the passing of their daughter is, is um, tragic and awful and difficult, and, and uh, we all grieve with their family. And grief is something that's not easy to manage. It's not easy to know how to deal with. Um, in the first episode, Bethany really goes into heavy detail about what it was like for her in the early stages of grief. 
and how she was mourning the loss of her beautiful daughter and how people tried to help and didn't. I wanted to review again and just kind of talk about what, how do you help someone who is grieving? The first most important concept when trying to help somebody who's grieving is that their sadness is normal. Being sad is a part of being human. For some reason, we have stigmatized sadness. Um, I wrote an article on this not too long ago, and uh, I call it the sadness stigma. And in the article, I wrote um, that basically one of the main things that we struggle with as a society isn't just being happy all the time. It's that we have kind of taken these people who are sad and grieving and we labeled them, right? Like we've given them a label of depressed. When you're grieving the loss of someone, you're not depressed. That's a natural human emotion, right? I write in in the article, I said, now sad people are deemed broken and need to be fixed. We have no place for sadness anymore. And as a result, anyone who is sad is lonely beyond belief, believing that they are the saddest person alive. When, as a culture, we have decided to numb out all of our sadness with pills, drugs, alcohol, video games, and avoidance. No one has the space to show how they feel anymore. We all hide our feelings constantly, putting on a brave face, showing the world nothing of our true self for fear of being found out, for fear of being labeled as sick. And what ends up happening? Well, what we resist persists. We end up being even more lonely and sad simply because of our aversion to feeling pain. One of the things that uh, last year, on this day about a year ago, Kevin came up to me and he was just like, I'm just so sad. And, you know, I, I really, in that moment, I was happy. I know that sounds kind of twisted, and he'll tell you the same thing. You know, I, I was not just happy because he was sad. That's weird and sick and twisted. That's not it. More than anything, I was happy that he was mourning because I know that when you get through your sadness, when you push through that sadness, you come out on the other side and you look back at it. And having been sad allows you to then feel joy and understand gratitude and understand that pain is a part of life. I mean, the thing that, that binds all of us is our suffering. And we resist it constantly, when in reality, if we just leaned into it a little bit, that suffering would become normal, and we would be okay with it. We could handle it. So as we push through our suffering and push away from our suffering, we actually increase it. That resistance to it is the thing that allows it to have persistence. We've talked a lot about this on the podcast, and so I think it's important that we continue to bring it up over and over so we can help people understand truly what sadness is. It's a part of life. It's a normal part of life. It's a healthy part of life. And so today, as we all grieve together, we lean into our sadness and our grief. It reminds us of the things we've lost. It reminds us of the emptiness that we feel, which is normal. It's not good. It's not bad. It's okay. And I'm hoping that um, as you, our listeners out there, Um, begin to grieve losses in your own life that you too can more or less embrace the pain that you feel because 
as Rumi states, the, p- the cure for the pain is the pain. And as we lean into that pain, we heal. The example I often give is, um, I want you to imagine that you have an abrasion or a cut on your arm. If I have this cut on my arm and I ignore it, and I just numb it all the time, I just shove a bunch of Novocaine in it, what's going to happen to that wound that's on my arm? Well, it's going to get infected and it's going to fester and it's going to grow and it's actually going to create more pain over time. But I don't know that I have pain there because I've just numbed it. I've ignored it. And the longer I ignore it, the worse it gets. And then the festering and the infection grows and gets into my bloodstream. And eventually my arm grows gangrene from a simple cut. And now I have to remove my arm of myself or I will die because of the gangrene grows and infects my heart, right? As it gets into my bloodstream, I will, I will die. That's from a simple cut. Emotional wounds are very similar. If we let them fester, they eventually get into our heart and our heart, has to be locked away and we're numb and avoidant and isolated and feel that we're all alone. And as we demonize sadness, that's what we do because the sadness of loss, the sadness of grief is that wound. When you have a wound on your arm, what do you do to clean it? You dump a bunch of uh, you know, rubbing alcohol on it. You scrub it out. You get out the infection. You change the bandages. You tend to it. Emotional wounds aren't so easily visible. The thing that is visible from an emotional wound is sadness and tears and pain, isolation, loneliness. That is the thing that is visible. That is the evidence of the scar, the wound that lies beneath. So as we tend to our emotional wounds, pain is necessary. Grief requires pain. Sadness requires pain. And our attempts to avoid that pain actually only increase it. And a lot of times that pain resurfaces as anxiety, as a need for avoidance, as addictions, as blame, hurt, anger. And all of these things only compound the pain that we feel when in the first place, if we would have just leaned into that pain, scrubbed out the wound, tended to it, cared for it. The pain would have been more tolerable in the long run. The wound would be less damaging. So I hope that today as um, we continue to mourn and grieve with the Tenney family that you all can understand as well that as you mourn and grieve the losses in your life, your pain is normal. Your sadness is normal. And know that uh, there are people out there who love you. And love, empathy, that's the answer. Sitting with someone in their pain. Loving them through it. Um, So I I really hope that today you guys can find uh, a moment to go out and um, do an act of kindness in in remembrance of Brighton Tenney. Go to brightonaday.org, which we plug all the time. You can go to their Facebook um, page, you can go to their Insta- I don't know if you have an Instagram. Anyways, you can go to their Facebook page and just post on there the act of kindness that you did in remembrance of Bridie. Uh, and then if you feel so compelled, you can donate to BridieDay.org. And if your donation, uh, if you feel like you want your donation to go somewhere special, just leave a note. Kevin or somebody will make sure that gets to the right place. 
we really appreciate the support from the Finding Strength community day in and day out. You know, I've got messages and Bethany gets messages and Brindy does through all the social media and it's just, it's incredible. And we really, really appreciate the support from you guys. So now we're going to move into the second part of this episode with True Rest Float Spa. I hope you enjoy it. And I hope that uh, as we grieve and feel and sit in our pain together, that we become closer and more connected. So without further ado, here you go. The rest of episode 20 on Finding Strength. I'll start. <laughs> we're making this thing happen. Let's do it. We're, we're recording. It's already happening. I'm ready. We Welcome. are here. We are on site. Is that what you call it? On site? On I site. Mean, on site at us. True Rest Float Spa in uh, Provo, Provo, Utah with uh, Chris. What was your last name again? Chris Gunther. Chris Gunther, owner of True Rest Float Spa. We just got done floating for an hour. Brindy, my wife, is here. Bethany, my illustrious of co-host, course. always, <laughs> partner in crime, and Chris. And we have a couple other people who are just going to watch us awkwardly while we talk into microphones. <laughs> there, see, they can hear us. They just got done floating, too, so maybe we'll hear from them. But we just, so I came down um, a while ago, ate a happy sumo, saw True Rest. I've heard about this place a lot after having done it. I see the power of the float spa. It is Freaking cool. What do you think, Bethany? That's well, so I've talked to a couple different friends now who have done it. Totally different experiences, all of them, all good, just very different. And so I was super interested to see how it was going to go and what it, you know, what it's like. Was I going to be bored sitting there for an hour by myself? Not at all. I'm like, can you go longer? That was amazing. (laughs) Right? It was really cool. Like it, it kind of goes along. Well, it absolutely goes along with our whole New Year's. Doing things for yourself, Get better making your life you, better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because that's like the big push in January. Most people are like, hey, I want to lose a bunch of weight. I want to get rid of all the stuff I don't like about me. We're like, let's do the opposite. Let's focus on the stuff we do like and do more self-care. And this mm-hmm. was definitely right up our alley. So, Chris, let's. I mean, I just want to hear from you. How did you get started into this thing? What's your story? I mean, tell us a little bit about the float spa, how it all works. Just kind of go to town, man. Thank you. So uh, back about almost three years ago, my brother-in-law called me up and asked me to come down to Arizona and float. I thought he was absolutely crazy. He um, is a software developer, and uh, he goes and gets a massage once a month, and he also floats once a month. And I told him, man, I don't have stu- time for stuff like that. And essentially he said, okay, stop what you're doing. Go to truerest.com, T-R-U-E-R-E-S-T.com. And I did, and I was absolutely amazed. I thought, wow, this is super cool. And essentially what I did is I had my uh, wife, I, I told her, I said, you know, it's spring break. We need to leave the kids home and head down to Arizona, visit your family, and float. Sounds like what we do. Leave the kids home. Yes. And go on spring break. And self-care. <laughs> yes. <right>? Self-care. <laughs> self-care. So we did. And I thought this was more for my wife. I thought that this was going to be more of an experience for her. She has chronic pain. She has fibromyalgia. 
always in pain, a lot of nerve, joint, muscle pain, a lot of sensitivities as well. And so um, I thought this was just for her. And I do, we have eight kids, and so I do a lot of mom and dad stuff. And so for me, I thought, you know, I'll go and experience this, but I don't know that I'm going to get a lot out of it. And after my first float, I was not only hooked, but I it was transformational for me. I thought, wow, this is life-changing. And um, my first experience, um, after I got out, I had put the oxygen on after, you know, in our Oasis room, we did the oxygen. And I told my wife, I said, I feel so rejuvenated, I feel like going on a run. And she says, wow, you never feel that good. <laughs> and we went and did it another um, three months later, uh, down in Arizona again, and had an amazing experience. We had had some uh, success with franchises. We used to own some Subway sandwich restaurants. And so we decided, let's look into this true rest float spa franchise. And so we did. And um, we just, we didn't want to get into business right away because we wanted some of our kids out of the house. Uh, but it was the opportune time. And really and truly, the whole reason we wanted to, to get into this was to bring uh, mental health awareness and, and basically help people. We, there's so many different things this helps people with that uh, we really thought it would be an amazing thing to bring here to at least Utah County. It'd been here up in Salt Lake the past six, seven years, and we wanted to bring it to Utah County, and so we did. Um, what were some of the other questions you have? That's kind of how we got started. No, so my question is, now that you own it, how often do you and your wife actually do the float tank? You know, we are so absolutely passionate about it. My wife, because of her chronic pain, she floats twice a week. Um, and awesome. essentially why she does that, it helps her with her fibro fog, which is that mental you know, to help give her better mental clarity. It also helps take away the pain that she's in. This helps her sleep better at night, and it also gives her a little bit more energy throughout the day. So it really helps with people that have fibromyalgia. So just to give, uh, like, the listeners a little bit of background what this is, because I didn't really know what it was. I'd heard you go in water and float, and I was like, how do you float? Like, that just sounded so bizarre to me. Right? Yeah. This is like weird water. I know. <laughs> or I thought like, you don't really float. You're yeah. in like two inches of water. Right. Or I was a little nervous on the other hand of what if I like fall asleep and drown? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, like all these thoughts go through your head because you're like floating. Anyway, so what it is, is it's, what was it? A thousand yeah, pounds? Yeah, you float in 11 inches of water and 1,000 pounds of Epsom of salt. Epsom salt. So that's going to keep you buoyant. But what it's going to do is it's going to super relax muscles, nerves, joints. So physically, it's super, super relaxing. So I've heard a couple different experiences <clears throat> from people coming from this. A lot, you know, obviously relaxing. But then I've also heard people have had these like mental clarity and some spiritual experiences. So that was super intriguing to me because I feel like a lot of people want to meditate but that's not always an easy thing to do to get, you know, I, I got a lot of kids at home. So to get in a place where it's quiet, dark, where you can actually meditate, this I felt like was a really good segue or maybe not even that, actually a, an experience of meditating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the brain, I mean, the cool thing, too, is there's like neurology that's happening while you go through. That was, that was the thing that was most interesting to me, obviously, because it's kind of my wheelhouse. But the fact that when you're in the float tank and it's you're completely sensory deprivated right i mean yeah. everything so you can't see you can i mean obviously you can taste and smell but like you, the water is 92 degrees 
So your skin temperature is 93.5. Right. Is that we what it is? We heat it up to a couple more degrees because you'll lose a little bit of temperature mm-hmm. throughout the float. But the water is heated to your skin temperature so you won't be hot or cold. The, we want you to turn off the pod light so it turns off the light so you have that sensory taken away. And then you have earplugs that are in your ears so that you can't hear. And what that does is take you from a beta to a theta brainwave state. Yeah, and theta brainwaves are what you get in REM sleep. And that's what you want. That's the, that's the state of rejuvenation, mental rejuvenation, as well as the physical rejuvenation that happens in non-REM. Those theta waves are the things that they track. So when you hook up like do a sleep study, they're looking at your theta waves. And so here in this deprivation tank, you're able to make yourself experience theta wave brain activity without sleeping. I didn't even know that was possible. That's really, really cool. That's yep. very high-tech mumbo-jumbo, but the, basically the rest that you're getting from the float spa is equal to that of what's happening while you're sleeping. Yeah, and they've told us that one hour in a float pod equals about four hours of restful sleep. That's crazy. So, just absolutely amazing. Yeah, I feel it too. Like I came out here and like senses are more heightened. You can just hear a little more clear, like, and, and it seems like I'm exaggerating. I'm really not. Do you guys experience different? No, I, f- I feel like I'm super, like, mellow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm just watching you two listening, mm-hmm. not talking as much as I probably normally do. I know. <laughs> so we call it sensory deprivation, but really what's happening is sensory acceleration. You're able to use those senses Ooh, I like more. That. You're rejuvenated. You are, basically, we give you a brain reset is what we do. So I thought the nice thing, too, was aside from that, I mean, I'm pretty positive I fell asleep, which was awesome (laughs) because I woke up. You know when you like it, like you shake and it wakes you up or twitch? twitch. I woke up because I twitched. I was like, oh, I totally fell asleep. But aside from that, so your brain is rejuvenated. Plus, I just felt like I got done with a one hour massage. Like that's how my body feels. It feels completely relaxed, completely calm. I mean, I worked out pretty recently before I came and I feel like loose. My joints feel better. My knees have been hurting and everything just feels like it. I feel like I just got work done. It was, that was probably my favorite part was that I felt like it was completely relaxing for my body and my mind, which I don't feel like that happens. Yeah. And I was telling Brindy, like an hour to yourself, that alone and this well is like time. a spa atmosphere. Yeah. Like you could come date night, you and your spouse come do the float tank. They have a place to you shower. They have a place for you to get ready and then go out on a date. It's like how much better oh, to go hang out with right. your spouse after you're mellow and nice. Yeah. Here. They provide everything, like the blow dryer, the straightener, the crying iron. Like, you're set. The only thing you have to bring is your own brush. <laughs> and the towel. You don't have to yeah, wash the towel. You don't have to wash the towel either, yeah. <laughs> so what did you think, babe? I mean, I loved it. It took me, like, a minute close. to kind of relax just because I feel like I have a little more high anxiety. But um, once I figured that out to relax and my breathing I kind of went on like a journey and it was really cool. And I liked that I wasn't able to see. Like I opened my eyes after a while just because I wanted to see. But after I did that, I just felt like I was somewhere else. And it was it was awesome. I recommend it. Okay. And you have like you're claustrophobic. Yes. I and am. so I know you were I was really nervous. nervous. Yes. Did that bother you at all? Um I was a little nervous to turn off the lights, 
my biggest thing, if I didn't know how to calm myself with like my breathing that of my amazing husband teaches me, <laughs> that I think I would have had a little bit more anxiety about it. But once I got in and I shut the pod and I turned off the light, I just hurried and did my four to six breathing and it calmed me down and my heart rate. And then it took me, a, like, I would say it took me a good 10 minutes to kind of like, okay, relax, like let your body just float. Cause you are floating like, and you're not sinking. And so after about 10 minutes, I was good. Yeah. And yeah. just as a side note, um, we, for people who do have claustrophobia or don't like to be in the dark, you can keep the soft light on you can keep the pod hatch open. There's just options for everybody. So whatever works for you. Well, guys. and the pod isn't like, I, like I said, my own thought process, I thought it was going to be a really small enclosed space and it's not it was really big and open I never felt I never felt claustrophobic I have it a little bit not that bad but it was and I did like the option I always like options so I like the option that if it bothered me I can easily just open it up and it's not a big deal yeah, my I I uh, got in there early on, and I was like, I'm gonna go hard. Surprise, right? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm else like, is new? <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing no music. I'm because t- you have you can keep the music on, you can turn it off. So I was like, I'm just turning off the music right away, and the light goes off, and it's dark. And I open my eyes, and I'm like, okay, I can't tell if my eyes are open or closed, yes, yeah. which was crazy, so cool. right? And then and then I just sat there, and there's there's a couple panicky moments because I'm like in my head, and like thoughts start creeping up, and I'm thinking about got this to do. I'm getting a bunch of new clients. So we got to record after this. And then I just started like, I noticed I was getting my head, my started, my heart rate started to increase. And so I did some breathing. And then what was kind of cool is I just started like being grateful and like thinking about actively producing gratitude. And my heart rate was just like, and just slowed right down. And it changed the whole rest of the experience became this experience of just rest and noticing. And there was like this point for, I don't know how long, could have been a long time, where it was just almost trance-like, where I was just breathing in and out, and I felt like I was floating in like space or something. It was bizarre. It was really cool. It was really cool. So that was my experience. I think, too, um, it took, I was like, Brindy, it took me a little while to get myself there, I guess. And then it said, one of the things it says to do is to count your breaths to 300. And I really like that because when I'm counting my breathing, I'm not thinking. And so I would, my brain would wander and I'd start, and I don't, I could not even tell you what I thought about much, but it'd wander. And then I'd start to count again. I'm like, okay, now it's a hundred and I think 20, <laughs> 21, and then it'd wander again, and then I bring it back. But it was for me a really good way. It's kind of like the breathing thing, a really good way for me when I count to stay totally calm and just stay in the moment instead of letting everything flush in and start to freak me out. Like, oh my gosh, I have so much going on tonight. How am I going to do this? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So, okay. You got, we're going to, we're going to talk to Chris for a minute. Is that okay? Sure. We just get like you, like who you are, (laughs) rather than like talk float spa. Like, I want to know about the guy who started this. Cause it sounds like you had a career type thing going on and you got eight kids and you have a wife with chronic pain. Yes. And then you're just like, um, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm just going to go all out, roll the dice and start a float spa. What was that decision like for you to just do this thing? 
You know, uh, early on in my life, um, I knew I wanted to either sell cars for my grandfather or I wanted to open a business. And I had worked at Subway previously, and so I, uh, at the age of 22, I bought my first Subway sandwich restaurant. At the age of 23, I bought my second one. I didn't ever go back to school because I'm not smart enough that way, but business-wise, I'm kind of an entrepreneur, or a lot of people call me the entrepreneur, and I'm really good at that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I have a lot of passions. One of them is to open three more float spots. So that's kind of, wow. um, you know, and it was kind of risky when we first decided to open up because I, I thought, you know, I, that steady paycheck from the corporate world is easy, and I love that. But, uh, you know, one of the other passions that I have besides opening three more float spas is I, I want to open a dance hall. I think we live in this digital world where everybody is so disconnected or connected in such an interesting way. And I love the fact that you can come to a float spa and totally disconnect and rejuvenate and repair and that kind of thing. But from a social perspective, I don't think we're getting better at, I don't think those digital connections are as important as personal connections. Mm-hmm. So at some point in time, my wife and I want to open a couple of dance halls. And, uh, I feel help like people. he's speaking our language Dude, right this here. guy, we're going to be best buzz by yeah, I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so that, you know, for me, I just, I love connecting people. I love, I really love helping people relax and repair and recover, rejuvenate, you know, here at the float spa. But I have a lot of passions and I just, I really, truly intend to help people. I'm not money driven. I'm more or less, you know, I really want to help people from a physical, mental health perspective. That's cool. Our friends are leaving. Bye. Bye. Thank you, friends. That's awesome. Very cool. Well, I mean, that's right up our wheelhouse, man. I love, I love that, like the, I'm blown away again, right? Yet again, by we just meet another person randomly through, I don't know, I called you, right? I've yeah. never met you before. Yeah. And your aim here is to just be a good human being and help other people. And it, it goes to show that you're, you're just trying to help people connect better to themselves in a way that's unique and new. And I applaud that, man. I think that's really, really cool. Thank you. Because, you know, I, well, go I was going to say, I... What people don't understand and what I'm realizing the more I interact with different people is you, we talk about connection all the time on here and it is, but it's so hard to connect with other people if you're a mess. Right, right. Like who, you don't have friends if you're an ornery person. You don't talk to people if you're so in your own head that you can't express what you want to say. So things like this float spa and the different things we've talked about, it's a way for you to figure out who you are, who you want to be, and how to make yourself a better, happier person. And by doing that, I think you just innately want to be around other people and want to connect, and you want to help other people. Like, I want to go home and be like, bring my husband here, because that was so awesome. I'm like, okay, now I want you to do it. Now I want to tell these people to do it, because... Same kind of thing. Once you feel like you've found something that's helpful, you want everyone to do it. Absolutely. I love, uh, there's a quote, and I, I, I hope I don't really mess it up here, but uh, um, it, it talks about self-care and about how, you know, you can't serve from an empty vessel. And so if mm-hmm. you aren't, like, just kind of mirroring what you say, you can't help others if you're not in a good place yourself. And this is a great place to, to start. 
That's really cool. Um, so basically what I'm hearing is if you have eight kids and big dreams, <laughs> the float spa is the place to go. You know, it's, it's funny. I have to float once a week. I oh, have, I can imagine. <laughs> I have to float once a week to get that stress out of my head. And a lot of times when it is, is when we're closed on Sunday, you know, we take that time for us and we just come in in the oh, morning. Oh, could and... you open on Sundays? <laughs> <laughs> but for us, it's just awesome because I get to just spend a little bit of time with my wife. Sometimes I bring kids, sometimes I don't. But I have to float once a week just to get that stress out of my head and get my head straight and, you know, that I, I'm on the right path. Well, just the benefits, like I said, of being alone. Like, honestly, how often... I cannot think of a time, unless I'm sleeping, that I am by myself for one hour. Ever. Yep. When? But yeah. Ever. Because, if you're in a car, yeah. but that doesn't But then count. you're not alone, no. and your brain has to work. You're it has on. to go. Yeah. And so that was literally, I think, the first time I can think of, I mean, there might be something else I can't think of right now, <laughs> where I was by myself for one hour. And even the cool things of, I mean, I guess I went in, I'm always hoping for something huge, but it's, it was still super cool just to have that mellow and nothing too crazy, but just like I was telling Brindy after I'm like, I would just see faces and not even people I knew just faces. And it was really cool because I'm like, who is that? What is that? And it was just nice to have my free thoughts. I'd never have that. That's really awesome. Do the kids do this too with you? They do. Uh-huh. In fact, I have one son. He sadly went through a divorce, and uh, he started a new job. So he had a ton of anxiety, and I told him, you, you got to come float. So he floated, and he's like, wow, I can live again. A week later, he came to me. He was an absolute mess, super worried about being divorced and worried about a new job that he started. He floated. He's like, okay, I'm back to good. And so, yeah, we do have our kids come and float. I have an athlete that loves to float. He, um, uh, you know, every now and again, he'll get a lot of acid, uh, lactic acid buildup in his muscles. This is phenomenal for any type of athlete who's trying to repair and recover. It just helps take that lactic acid right out of their muscles. It's that Epsom salt. It's the magnesium sulfate that does all that. Oh, the joints. That, I immediately felt that in all of my joints after lifting heavy today. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I, th- I thought of all of our CrossFit friends, and oh, I'm like, you totally. all should be doing this. Yeah. This was amazing. Yeah, because it's about, about recovery and rejuvenation mm-hmm. rather than more depletion. Yeah. One thing real quick, you know, some people will come in and they'll check out our spa. They'll go on a spa tour. It takes us two or three minutes to kind of explain what we do and show them our pod rooms and that kind of thing. And um, some of them will tell us, hey, you know, I don't think I can spend an hour by myself. I just can't spend an hour with my thoughts. It'll drive me absolute nuts. And what's super cool is we actually have options. You can either do the 100% totally uh, sensory deprivation, or you can keep the music on. And that music that we have helps you get into a theta brainwave state faster. But we also have more options that I probably haven't even explained to you guys. Right next to the shower, there's a place where you can plug your phone in and you can do guided meditation. You can do Spotify, Pandora, iTunes. So whatever helps you get to that relaxing state. I have this really cute couple that come in. She listens to this old Hawaiian music and it so gets her into that, uh, her relaxed state. And she's so happy. She comes every two weeks. Uh, but I've got other people that they'll do guided meditations in there. They get the 
the Insight Timer um, app that yep. has... I got that. That's yeah, what yeah. I do. <laughs> and they either do nature sounds or they go through their guided meditation. I mean, we have just a lot of options for everybody. So. Which I think is... That's so cool to keep it fresh. So if you want to... Like you were telling us, which I totally can understand, is to come at least once a month. Yep. So once a month is, in my mind, very doable. I can figure out one day out of the month that I can come do this. But I like the idea that it could be different every time I come. Maybe one time I'll come and I will have no music on and go Matt style. Or maybe <laughs> I liked, I did like the music because I did feel like it put me in a really calm state. I love the idea of doing a guided meditation and being laying there like totally just yeah. free and I having that meditation. That. So I love, I really like that idea to switch it up each time. Cause who knows, like a good friend of ours, she was saying today, she's like, I have a different experience every time I go and it's always awesome, but it's totally different. And I think a lot of that is where are you at? You know, what's going on in your life at this time? What may, yeah. Is there an anxious moment or something going on? That's really hard. Then maybe it's something that can help you get through that. Cause you have that calming one hour and that will last for a little while until you need it again. They come back. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, what, so what are like, how much does this cost? What's kind of the going rate? I come once a month. Do you have packages? Do you have, a, you know, a, a code we could yeah. use for podcast listeners? I don't know. What do you, what do you got going on? So uh, this is similar to a massage. It's $79 for a 60-minute float session. Rarely does anybody ever pay that, and here's why. Um, we always have our first-time people that can do it at $59, so we give you a $20 discount. For your podcast listeners, if they will give us a call at 801-396-1064, and it's their first time, we'll give it to them half off. So they can do it at $39 instead of the $79. But if you love us awesome. so much, our memberships are super easy, and they cost less than that, 79 bucks each month. Uh, I mean, less than the $79 regular price. Again, very rarely does anybody ever pay that because if you like it and you come back, our membership prices are super easy. And this is not like a gym membership where you're locked in for six months and you have application and cancellation fees. We don't have any of that. In fact, no long-term commitments. If you don't use your floats, they just roll over month to month. You always get, your, you always get free oxygen as a member. You get your birthday float free. So... A lot of super cool things as it relates to that. What's also super cool about our memberships is you can share them with your friends and family. Oh, that's awesome. So a lot of people will come and do our twice-a-month package and either share it with a spouse, and each of them will come once a month. Or sometimes they'll bank those floats and not use them that month, and they just roll over the next month and bring a, a, their friends with or whatnot. So, I mean, our memberships are just super easy. That's really cool. Oh, I love that because I don't like a lot of rules and regulations in life. <laughs> and, and you're saying also like, so this is a franchise, so it's in other states as well. And there's probably, so True Rest, do you know of any other locations locally or? So there's not any quite yet here in Utah. Okay. Our next place that we want to move up is into Salt Lake area. Um, and anyway, but yes, if you have a True Rest membership, if you're out in California and you want to float, you can look up a True Rest out there. Arizona, Ohio, you know, down in Texas, 
all the so yeah, your membership will carry to any of those True Rest float spots. Oh wow, very cool throughout the nation. I'm telling you, this is like the coolest date night ever. And my birthday is next month, so I'm coming on my birthday. <laughs> We're Sweet. all coming on my birthday party <laughs> in the pods. And then after we'll go to Happy Sumo because yes. that's my other favorite place, which is right next door. How awesome. do y'all sleep at night? Mm, crappy. So here's my awesome. recommendation. Right? I sound like a champion. Do you really? I do. I bet you do. <laughs> Unless Brindy's rolling around, I sleep super good. <laughs> She's shaking her head. She's so mad I right mean, now. So half the our... time I have a five-year-old in my bed kicking me in the face. But even when it's not that, I don't sleep very good. <laughs> so our recommendation would be that you come at our 7 o'clock float or our 8.30 float. You'll go home and have the best night's sleep you've ever had. I see. And that's my husband struggles with sleep, too. We're actually working on some of the things... Matt's told us to do. One of them is not taking my TV out of the bedroom, just so you know. <laughs> telling you. He told us to take the TV out of the bedroom. I'm like, no. Just keep it off. It's fine. <laughs> I love it. Well, okay. So speaking of sleep, because I'm obsessed with it right now. Oh, no. Brandy's shaking her head. But hey, <laughs> hey, let's talk about it real quick. Okay. How did you sleep last night? So crappy. What, were, what was happening before you went to bed? I was on my phone. Okay. <laughs> A week ago, when we were like, we're not going to do any phones, any anything we're going to read before we go to bed, what was your sleep like? So crappy. Just Lies. kidding. <laughs> Lies. Lies. It was way better. It was way better. And we've been watching TV a little more, so we, our sleep hasn't been as good. But the same thing we're talking about here, the theta waves are stimulated by stimulus, and screens are stimulus. So you come in here to the float spa, and it gets your brain in this awesome state where it's ready for rest and it's ready for sleep. And of course you go home and you sleep. Yep. Yeah. And sleep is insanely important. It's the most the important The last thing. few nights I have not slept very good. And I tell you what, your emotions are heightened. Oh, yeah. Your patience is gone. Like all these things. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like I'm so irritable. And it's just because I'm exhausted. I'm like, I need to get in a better pattern, which I was doing really good. And then I went away for the weekend and... Now it's like I haven't got back in. But I love the idea of, yeah, coming here on on a night and then going home and just – because I can see how, like I said, it totally made me mellow. I'm like, I could go home and go to bed for (laughs) – I wish I'd go to bed for like 12 hours. That would be so awesome. Mm, Yeah, That would be great. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for having us out here. Thanks so much for coming. We are super stoked on the Float Spa. Uh, Guys, so if you can remember, and I'll post – before and after the website, yeah, so we'll Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, we'll post Facebook, it. everything. So Chris is hooking us up thirty nine bucks for your first, first session. Time. That is super cool. We really appreciate you having us, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, you guys. Get so your much. friends together. Come get a membership together. What a fun thing to do. You want to make some friends? Tell them to come float. <laughs> It'll make make some really close connections. And then one day, Chris is going to have a dance club for us to go afterwards. Boom. It'll be You're awesome. Gonna love it. You're going to love it. We're going to do country dancing or Latin dancing. We're going to do ballroom dancing. Yeah, this is my dream come true. You know that, right? Floating and dancing. It's like two best. All you need is food. That's and it. I'm good. Done. Food trucks. Oh, there you go. Yes. There you go. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much. So, Thank appreciate you so much. It. Appreciate you guys. Boom, episode 20. Awesome. Isn't that cool, man? Just for listening to the podcast, you're going to get hooked up at True Rest Float Spa. If you go there in Provo, name drop Finding Strength Podcast. 
um, you're going to get a super good deal. Like we talked about, it is a an awesome experience, one that I am sure I'm going to have many, many times in the future. We're actually trying to figure out how to get a, uh, a pass so I can go there once or twice a month. It was that awesome. Um, I highly, highly recommend it. So please be sure to go check out um, True Rest Float Spot in Provo. You can just look it up online, and uh, he'll give you that deal, 39 bucks. Friends, family, loved ones, everybody, Finding Strength community, we can't thank you enough. We are so appreciative of the support, love, and um, strength that you give us. Please do something nice for somebody today. And um, go on the on the Facebooks, brighten a day, and just let us know what you do. It's not bragging. It's not the intent. The intent is to share with a community of people that there's kindness out there. In this world where it's dark and difficult and painful, we can be some light. We can help others find strength by being kind, showing generosity, showing our own gratitude. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, you guys like this episode, and if you want more stuff like this, let us know. If you have other ideas of things we can do, like wellness stuff where we can go on site and try it out for you and let us know, please reach out. We would love to have some ideas. In addition, I wanted to offer my services to whoever is listening. If you are in the Utah area and you would like to meet with me for an initial session, um, I've had a bunch of people reach out recently through the podcast. It's been awesome. So thank you for reaching out. And we're getting going. We're working. We're doing awesome stuff. One thing that I haven't really talked about on here that I do with families is I do family therapy. We bring the whole family in and we do work together. And it's incredible and it's amazing. And there's a lot of change that can happen in a very short amount of time. So if your family is going through a rough time and you're trying to figure out how to work together as a family, reach out. I'd be happy to invite you guys over here so that you can do a session with me. I've done on-site stuff before. I've come to other people's houses and traveled around and done all sorts of different stuff. So if that is an option for people who are looking to um, have more, I don't know, awesomeness in their home, <laughs> more peace, more love, more kindness, that would be kind of the big focus. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for all your support. Thank you to Kevin. Thank you to Brindy, um, our spouses who are behind the scenes making this thing happen. Thank you, Bethany, for coming on this journey. Thank you, community. Thank you, True Rest Float Spa. Thank you, Danny's Pizza. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are so grateful. Have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and we'll see you next week on the Finding Strength. Mm-hmm.